Greetings, Magnificent Souls, to the Attract Health, Build Wealth podcast, where we have open and honest discussions about ourselves. This is a place where we break down, break away, and break through codependency, allowing ourselves to attract health, build wealth, and live a peaceful life. We are tired of being sick and tired. We are tired, but we are not giving up. We know that there is something magnificent inside of us. And because we are fighting daily, hourly, and by the minute, fighting ourselves, our kids, our spouses, we have to do things differently. We have to break the cycle. We don't have a million chances. We have to be happy now. We have to find a way. So how do we do that? How is that possible? If you look around at what society is telling you, they tell you that what we're doing is impossible. Yet it's happening every single day. And it's happening through the practice and the love that we call awakening the magnificent soul. We are all magnificent souls. And these are our stories of healing. Today in episode 16, I wanted to talk today about codependency and intuition and how codependency can affect one's intu intuition and perhaps even discuss learning to regain your intuition as you dive into self-growth. But before we get into the discussion, don't forget to let me know your thoughts about this episode, any feedback you have or anything you'd like me to cover on future podcasts at epiphanyvault.com. Remember, you can share anonymously. It is a safe place, and I would welcome the discussion. And today, so codependency and intuition, how are they intertwined? More and more, as I get into the study of my codependency and to talk to others about it, uh, the way that I'm defining codependency is a complete disconnect from oneself. And the root cause of codependency and the way that it manifests in someone's life varies. It varies pretty greatly, but the basis of codependent behavior unequivocally stems from detaching and dis disengaging ah. from one's true self. And this self-knowing is important in life, in decision-making. The self-knowing informs how we live our life, who we spend our time with, what job we take, how to raise our kids, who we vote for. And so many facets of what we do and who we are require conscious or even sometimes unconscious decision making. And that internal parameter of what's going on to be best for us is our intuition. And in a book I was reading recently called The New Codependency by Melody Beattie, I came across this definition of, of intuition, quote unquote, it's a radar that calculates what's happening what's going to happen and what we need to do. And relating to spiritual, intellectual, emotional, sexual, financial, and physical decisions that we have to make throughout our lives. And in the case of our parents, for our children, or of parents out there, for our children as well, why is this important? How did we get here? How do we get to a point where we might be detached from our true self or true intuition? So let's start at the beginning. And I will use my life and my experiences as talking points, but please note that your story is likely different regarding the details. But the overall theme 
may ring true with you. And let me know what you think at, at epiphanyvault.com, your experiences as well. And many times here we have talked about codependency functionally is the act of caring for someone else more than ourselves, hence the self-disconnect. And for most, codependency is a result of coping with sustained emotional, sexual, spiritual, physical, and intellectual abuse sustained throughout our childhood. The severity or degree through which these childhood wounds were attained vary from very mild to very severe, but the effects with regards to codependency are similar. And as we always say, these codependent patterns are so ingrained within our family functioning and systems that we are just pawns really in repeating this cycle. And let me just say that this is really hard, honestly, for me to talk about because I'm not blaming my family. I do this not out of ill will, but as a way to heal myself and hopefully help others in the process. And my, I know my parents absolutely love me in their own way and did the absolute best that they could. But what I'm realizing is that their way did not lead me to a healthy place as an adult. And this is the cycle that we are breaking here. And this is what happens. This is the way, you know, the way that I want to explain it, the way it happens in our brains. So as children, we are acting on complete instinct and intuition. Our wants, our needs, our desires, our emotions and feelings are all driven by natural brain functions. For example, we cry when we're hungry. We cry when we're uncomfortable. And our development until about age seven highly revolves around these needs that we cannot meet ourselves. As we begin to develop, our emotions and feelings are taking shape as well. And if we are surrounded by a healthy environment, those emotions and feelings that are uniquely ours, mind you, are embraced, nurtured, and encouraged. It's important to note that in that way, there is no right or wrong, no good or bad when it comes to our emotional development. And of course, you know, children will have outbursts, but they are coached in a respectful way to honor the child's thoughts and feelings. And in turn, their emotional and intellectual being matures. On the other side of the coin, though, in a mildly or severely dysfunctional household with sustained disregard for a child's emotional, mental and physical well-being, the child quickly learns that his innate reactions to his world are quote unquote wrong, or he or she is doing wrong by causing the dysfunctional actions of the family. Over time, when this happens, the amygdala portion of the child's brain, now the, the amygdala is what people, some people call the lizard brain. The lizard brain is the first line of defense for action. And it was super valuable in times of physical crisis, like in a predatory or prey scenario. But the amygdala in our times is like the quick reaction you get when you touch a hot oven on accident. It's like the ouch response. So the amygdala is the filter for one's environment and its function is to keep you safe. Here's the kicker. When we grow up in dysfunctional households, our amygdala gets confused. Remember the amygdala is the first line of defense. So after continued points of abuse, remember mild to extremely severe, 
the amygdala is being used way more often than it should. So instead of in a healthy household in which a child is surrounded by environments, spiritual, intellectual, emotional, sexual, financial, and physical, in which he feels safe, in a dysfunctional household, he feels unsafe. And then the, the amygdala is activated and he or she copes or finds a way inside his brain to feel safe and conscious, a conscious decision. And this continued coping represses true feelings, true thoughts, etc., thereby creating a disconnect in oneself. For me, my emotional growth was stunted by discouraging my emotional development. I don't remember ever being encouraged to have feelings or having good examples of emotional maturity. And in fact, if I wasn't happy or smiling frequently, it was deemed as negative. And not only did I actually did actual feeling become hard in my adult life, but expressing feelings became secondarily even harder. And there were some in my in my growing up mild sexual abuse that my my siblings and I were subject to which led me to have an unhealthy relationship with sex. Sexual boundaries in our household were thin. And in turn, as an adult, I searched for love and connection through sex, which I know now is completely unhealthy. And there are other instances of sustained dysfunction that I endured, but over time and now as an adult, I know now that my codependency was a learned behavior. My life up until now has been dictated by my environment. So getting back to intuition, can you see now how codependency can affect your intuition? In a healthy environment, intuition is your true you. You're able to consciously tap into those decision-making centers and healthy houses available in all of your brain. But if we grew up in a threatening environment, our true intuition was cut off because we had been making decisions based off our amygdala. And again, this isn't conscious. So basically how our actions would affect our environment and we would keep ourselves safe, quote unquote. Now, intuition is key in all parts of our life. But here we talk about relationships and codependency. And if you've ever wondered why you are always attracted to an unhealthy person or you continue a relationship with someone in an unhealthy way, it's because your intuition is off, but it's not your fault. And because of the scenarios that we talked about before, your intuition, your feeling and thinking responses have been conditioned. They've been conditioned in too many ways specifically to talk about right now. But some examples are not seeing people for who they truly are not catching any red flags, ignoring potential relationship issues, trying to control everything about your environment because you're so out of control internally or helping and giving way too much at a detriment to you. And in all of this, your intuition is telling you it's the right thing to do, but in reality, it's completely unhealthy and toxic to your well-being. All right, so let's take a breath here and is your mind blown? Are you still processing? Um, if you've gotten this far, I may be touching a nerve. And I think that's awesome because you have connected with something here. So that's really the first step. Then that's done. And honestly, that's an amazing feat in recognizing any of those characteristics in yourself. 
So what we need to do now is we need to reteach our brain on how to work. And the way that I've been doing that is analyzing everything about my life. So in addition to the soul, daily soul maintenance that I do, which we've talked about before, when I make decisions, I take a moment to assess my decision. I use my journal, and I would highly recommend that for you as well. For example, if my knee-jerk reaction to an environment is anxiety, I take a moment to write out the way I'm feeling, and I use the rule of five is what I call it. I ask why five times. Why, 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 why? to funnel down to the root feeling or emotion that is driving that anxiety. And it's such a freeing experience when you can, when you've been kind of closed off all of your life and you can actually learn to tap into yourself. The miraculous thing that has been happening with me is that when I continue to ask myself, why, why am I attracted to this person or why do I want to, to do a certain action? The root cause is typically unhealthy. And I know this is something that I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life. But I promise you that when you open up the door for introspection, you will never go back. And it won't happen overnight. But I think about being patient with myself. And I think about the decades and decades of unhealthy training that I've had throughout my life to where I get where I am today. And I know that my intuition muscle is something that needs to be worked and toned and probably maintained for the rest of my life. So I wanted to put that out there and I wanted to really hear what you think about your intuition. Like, are you at a point where you feel out of control and you really don't know how to make decisions? Or are you at a point where you're kind of at an aha moment where you, you know, you're kind of, training your gut to think differently or maybe you know you're still in training or maybe you don't even know so i would love to hear kind of what you think about this at the epiphanyvault.com or even use it if you want to journal some things out if you don't have a pen and paper handy but i do i am sending much love and cosmic hugs out to you magnificent souls we'll see you next time living in loving